You're listening to Unleashed by Nonstop Dogware, the podcast where you get inspirational stories and useful knowledge from dog lovers all over the world. This is your host, Jeanette. Ski mountaineering with the dog is getting more and more popular, and uh, one of the influencers you can see doing this is Elisa Deutschmann from Germany and her husky Finn. Welcome! Thank you. Nice to be here. You get a lot of questions about ski mountaineering with dogs. First of all, what equipment do you need for yourself and your dog? Yeah. So Finn and me are always out in the mountains and it's quite important that the dog use the right equipment to go out there. And for that, I use the free motion harness. I use it now since six years when I start to ski with my dog and um I also use the running line because I think it's super nice. They're having a flexible part in it. I always attach the line to my backpack, um, so he's not that pulling that hard with the flexible part, and it's nice for my back. So these two are, I think, the most important things I use for Finn, and he's feeling really good in it. A question I guess you get a lot is... What kind of skis do you use when ski mountaineering with a dog? Because you see these horrible pictures of uh, steel edges causing some bad injuries. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. But I still use like normal ski mountaineering skis. But I trained with Finn from the very beginning um, when we were going down that he's always like five meters away from a ski so it's really important that you don't crash into it and I think that's a point um, which you have trained really in the beginning and I did it like so I ski up with my dog and Finn is normally always on the leash in front sometimes if it's a nice area he's loose and when we are up in the top then he gets unleashed and then I say the German word it's called folgen and then he knows okay he have to go behind me and um, then we start to ski if you want to train it with your dog that he's not going into your skis, I always use my skiing poles. So I put it in the back and um, I'm always try that he's far away. And of course, I s- um, look that I don't touch him and that everything is fine. But I think that's a nice way um, that he gets used to it. So we put some effort into this in the beginning so that he learns from the start that this is how yeah. how it works. So that's super important that um, he knows the basics. So like... Um, when you ski up, it's important that he goes, um, not you know, that he not push one time like crazy and then he lose. So it's nice that he always goes the same speed. And if you know, if you go ski touring, you also have um, Spitzkern. It's the um, really crossing points when the um, hill is getting really steep. So he also has to get used to that. And um, I trained it with him before, so I made like. On the normal ground, I make like stops and then I say what he has to do and um, yeah, train train with your dog because otherwise you can get in trouble in the mountains. Yeah, what dangers is it when you're bringing a dog to the mountains? I think there are so many points. Of course, first, it's amazing to bring your best partner in the mountains and to share this experience. But I think you have to be you have to be really good in things like avalanche. So that's a really good point if you go off piste. Before I brought Finn to all my ski mountaineering stuff, I am trained a lot like avalanche risk. So I'm really used to um, all the mountains, all the snow conditions. And after that, I brought Finn because he's having no avalanche um, thing with him. So it's really important that he's safe. And I think I'm a good skier and I always look around and then, yeah, he's safe. And that's important. So 
a lot of things and of course weather conditions and then it depends on which dog you have. So I have a Siberian Husky and he is um, really used to rough conditions. He doesn't matter if the snowstorm is coming or not and he don't need any booties for his um, feet so he or his paws so he's really well but if you have a different breed like I don't know, Chihuahua or everything. Every dog can go on your mountain, but it's important that you know your dog really well and that you also bring the right equipment for him. But Finn doesn't need a jacket, I guess. No, he's super warm and he doesn't care about anything. So <laughs> when I wear sweet jackets, he's still happy and enjoy the snow in the cold weather conditions. Is the heavy snow ever any trouble to him? So I only held once that he stopped walking in the mountains because there we had like I don't know one and a half meter power there and he was like over his nose in the snow so it was like crazy but I think um all the other time he was always fine and doing well but I think that's the thing I already said you have to really know your dog really good to do something like that and I think then it works with every dog. How do you know that he's doing okay or if you should uh, break a bit more or? Yeah so I think um as I said, I know Finn really good, but when I ski down, for example, I always make breaks. Of course, I would love to ski the whole way or if it's nice powder to ski the whole way down, but um, you always have to think about your dog. It's like you would run the whole way down the whole mountain, so it's like crazy. And so I make like every, I don't know, 200 meters a stop and he has to wait and um, has to breathe and then we're going for the next that's important but for that you also have to know your dog so <laughs> yeah when you're going down do you have your dog on a leash or is he running free no he's running free i think um for me it is the safest way to go because i don't like to go with a leash down but as i said um he always have to run behind me and um yeah with five ten meters away from me so that nothing happens and if I know the area, I also um, let him run in front of me. But it depends where I am and how everything is. Yeah. Why don't you want him to run in front of you? I think it's a Siberian Husky. And um, <laughs> so sometimes it happens that he sees something he, um, and then he is running away. So it's quite important for me yeah, that I always know where he is. And normally he is not running away, but you never know and... I don't want to search him for hours, <laughs> so that's why, <laughs> yeah. Do you see many others with dogs in the mountains? I think in um, Germany it came more and more, but um, I think a lot of people don't know how to handle it and how to do it and how which equipment to use. So I think, yeah, I think it gets more and more. I would love to see more dogs up in the mountains because I think it's so nice to share this experience with your dog. And as far as I know, you're going to have some uh, seminars about uh, this topic. Yeah, that's true. Because as I said, I get a lot of questions about how to do this. And um, I think to explain it, it's fine. But I think it's better to show the people how really to do it. And I think it's nice um, to meet so many people which are also loving the dog and want to go out for ski mountaineering. And yeah, that's why I did this um, ski mountaineering camps. And I think, yeah. It's really cool and the people get known to it. I think there are so many people which are having a dog and also would like to go out in nature but don't know really how to handle it. And yeah, that's nice. And I think it's nice that there are so many people out there who want to do some activities with their dog. 
What's your best memory from uh, doing this with Finn? Oh, the best memory. So I have Finn now since six years and we made a million of nice um, memories. But right now, um, last week, I have to be to Dachstein, the glacier in Austria. And it was like kind of a tough expedition. We made like 64 kilometers and um, 40,600 high meters. <laughs> and I was not sure if I can make it and also if Finn can make it because I had um, last year the accident with my leg. And that's still not good. And um, we had really rough conditions. So the first day was like crazy storm, ice, and um, I could not see anything. And Finn, I think also, and we still keep on walking. And yeah, the second day was really good. But it was um, the last part of Dachstein. It's like you have to climb up. And I could not bring Finn up there. So he, I have to leash him down on a rock and he has to wait there and it was like a crazy horrible feeling for me because I heard Finn when I was on the top he was crying because where I am and yeah but um yeah skiing down and the second day was always really rough so crazy storm up in the mountains snow but it was still both Finn and me were working so good together so it was really nice and um yeah I think right now this was one of the nicest experience I did. And for the next year, you have a lot of other plans as well, and you will include uh, Finn in this? Yeah, so I think not only next year, I think I'm also in this spring, I want to do Mont Blanc with Finn together, and um, I dream that we ski up with the skis, and then I bring my paraglide and fly together with him down, so that's something I really want to do, but um, yeah, to do Mont Blanc is also not that easy, and also with a dog, so... We have to train a lot, but I think a lot of fun ex- expeditions and other stuff are waiting for me. And yeah, for me and Finn, it's super nice. So you're really pushing the limits of both of you. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think I don't want to do anything without Finn because it's horrible for me when he has to sit at home and I'm in the mountains. Yeah. Before we did everything together, so like I'm skiing, climb. I'm also he's climbing a little bit, so it's super nice. But the point of flying, it's not able to do normally for dogs. So um, that's a thing I really want to do with him. And But for that, I train a lot for him because uh, before I really take him out in the air. So um, yeah, I already bought like a f- harness for him, which fits for flying. And we will see how um, we will do it. So people are actually flying with their dogs, even the big ones yeah. already? Yeah, so it, it, yeah, there are some people out there which are flying. But um, a husky is not really small, so we really have to see how it will work. But um, yeah, so Finn is always, when he's with me, he's super chilled and doing well. So I think he will also do it. But we will only do it if he really enjoys it. So I will not push him over his limits. What does it mean for you to bring your dog to all these activities? Yeah, for me, Finn is not only a dog. He's my partner in crime you can say it he's always with me and we're a really good um team so um yeah it's really nice for me to bring him and it's also really good for me that he's doing everything so well still because he turned six so he's not that young he's in a really good age and he's still so eager to run and um so happy so it's so nice to bring him everywhere and there is one question we ask everybody on this podcast, and that is, if you had to do another sport or activity with your dog, 
what would it be? You and Finn are doing almost everything, but uh, is there something else you would like to try? Uh, so I think we really did everything together. So he's going on the stand-up paddleboard with me. He is running, driving in the car for hours with me. So there's nothing he don't like. I think really the flying thing is something I would love to do with him. Yeah. And you will also be back uh, for another episode in the summer about trail running with the dogs. And I guess when you start flying, you have to come back and talk uh, <laughs> talk about that as well. Yeah, of course I can do. And I can share all the experience I have <laughs> with you flying with a dog. <laughs> super. Thank you so much for joining us on this podcast. Yeah, thank you. It was super cool. You've been listening to Unleashed by Nonstop Dogware. If you have questions, feedback, or ideas for guests or topics to cover, please email us at unleashed at nonstopdogware.com. You can also follow Unleashed Pod on Instagram or visit nonstopdogware.com for more content. Remember to subscribe for more episodes.